Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Do you anticipate this invasion could happen as soon as tomorrow? And what can you tell us about reports that U.S. intelligence believes Russia is considering Wednesday for an attack? Well, Jake, we cannot perfectly predict the day, but we have now been saying for some time that we are in the window and an invasion could begin, a major military action could begin by Russia in Ukraine any day now. That includes this coming week before the end of the Olympics. Of course, it could take place after the end of the Olympics, or it is still possible, we believe, uh, that Russia could choose the diplomatic path. But the way they have built up their forces, the way they have maneuvered things in place, makes it a distinct possibility that there will be major military action very soon. And we are prepared to continue to work on diplomacy, but we are also prepared to respond in a united and decisive way with our allies and partners should Russia proceed. I thought we had another clip. I I have to really tell you that... um, I am worried, and it, we, we, we don't get a lot of conversation about this, but what you just heard was Biden's national security advisor warning the world that Russia could invade Ukraine any day now. And let's understand one thing. First of all, Biden, I mean, not Biden, Russia's not going, Putin's not going to give you a time and date. They, they, you know, the security people are picking up, as they call it, chatter. And, it, it, you know, it's, 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 it's fascinating Billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of manpower, supplies, ammunition, ships, airplanes, fuel, being put in place. Troops. You have to feed the troops. I mean, you know, I'm trying to get everybody to just pause for a moment and and think, do you know, the, the military people listening to me, everybody who's ever served in the military listening, whether it's a private or a, a, or a four-star general or any people over at the Pentagon, you know I'm telling the truth. This isn't just about what you see on, these snapshots we see on TV are misleading. So you see one airplane. And you see troops getting off. You are talking about tens of billions. I, I No, let me put it back. Hundreds of billions of dollars that have already been spent and will continue to be spent. Now, if he has no plans, and I'm talking about Putin, to invade, what a waste of money. I mean, it's it, it's like you know, big no big deal. It's for show. This is not for show. This is not for show. And then, of course, Biden is telling the American people 
um, we won't, we're not going to shoot, invade, or, or, or go, because if Russia and the United States start shooting at each other, and I had to deal with a caller in the first hour, oh, this is just going to be a European war. Biden already told you, if Russia, and that's why I wish I had thought about it when that caller called in. He just insisted. Oh no, this is just gonna be this is just gonna be European. This is not gonna be World War Three. Biden said if Russia and the United States start shooting at each other, this is the beginning of World War Three. This is the beginning of World War Three. And the caller just challenged of just okay, fine. No, 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 no. And the reason I'm bringing it up, I know we're talking about the Super Bowl. I know we're talking, we, we spent a lot of time talking about Eminem. But I, I must tell you, what's, and, and by the way, that's looking in the rear view mirror. I've, I've been kind of practicing, not to spend so much time looking in the rear view mirror, as, a, as opposed to when I come in here in the morning with you, to look ahead. What's in front of us? And, man, if this thing pops into a hot war and diplomacy fails and it looks like it's failing, boy, we're going to have to, I I don't know what would happen. I don't know, it it will be, and maybe initially we won't have boots on the ground. Maybe initially we won't have uh, uh, missiles flying. Maybe initially we won't have drones. But all it takes is just one false move. All it takes is one airplane being shot down, one jet. All it takes is just... And here's the other thing I don't understand. Then I'll, I'll tell you. The President of the United States and the government has told Americans... Get your asses out. Leave. And if you, let me tell you something, and if you don't leave, let me make it very clear, we aren't coming in to save your ass. So don't start crying about, oh, I'm caught in the middle of a war because when, let me tell you, when those missiles start flying, they've already told you. It's going to, it's in disregard any civilian. Disregard these; those missiles will kill. Disregard it. And we and we and and I saw a young man, and I thought, thinking to myself, and he says, "Well, I'm not going to leave. My girlfriend is here. Uh, if the war starts, then I'll get out then." And I and and I st- so I started channeling Samuel L. Jackson. But mother. You may not be able to get out. And he doesn't, you know, it's like, you know, he doesn't know. He just, he doesn't know he doesn't know. He's probably never experienced it. Maybe he's never read, maybe he's never studied uh, what happens when war breaks out and civilians have to, you know, become refugees. Maybe he doesn't, maybe he just doesn't bother. Maybe he spends too much time I don't know, looking at, watching, you know, with X, and on his Xbox. 
But, you know, this war is not Xbox, like Xbox. Come on, folks. If the if if the, your government tells you get the hell out of there, get out now. Get you can always come back, but you gotta pack your shit and get out now. Wouldn't you go, John from Illinois? John. Hey, good morning, Joe. Good morning. I thought the halftime show was wonderful. As a senior. I had to get up and dance with my kids and grandkids. I thought it was wonderful. <laughs> so and I you're love a baby the boomer. of Lift Every Voice and Sing. That was beautiful. So you're a baby boomer. Oh, no, I'm 67. I'm getting you're up there. Ba- <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. You are a baby boomer. That's what I meant. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yes, yes. No, yeah. You're a ba- <laughs> so you were, you, were, you were dancing with your <clears throat> with your generation, your hip-hop generation. You got it. Yeah, I I mean, I, I, it was it was well done, and like I think somebody on my show last hour made a very good point. It was like a mini uh, West Side Story, the good, the bad, and and you know, and the ugly. But it was like, yeah, and and that's sort of like that's a good way to to uh, uh, to sort of highlight. And it was, in, you know, it's just like the West Side Story, yeah. But uh, and you know, go ahead. May I say? May I say? There was not one rebel flag, no Trump flag. Thank you. I saw white, black people, everybody enjoying themselves. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 then I got to tell you, man, the, the, these uh, you should see you should see these tweets and these folks on the other side. They're having conniptions. They're going crazy. I mean, they're, you know, let me tell you something. And that's why somebody said, well, no, you know, they won't, they won't be as hard on Eminem if, if, if Snoop had done it or Dr. Dre had done it, uh, Mary J. They, they, would have been, they won't be as hard because, because uh, Eminem is white. So he, he can get away with it. Now, that's what somebody in the first hour said to me. And I said, brother, please, excuse me. And then I thought to myself, just just now I said, remember, these are the same people that were going to hang their vice president? Oh, yes. You know, see, folks need to stop and think before they call and, in and say things. And he wanted to argue with me. Oh, no, they're going to give Eminem a pass. No, this won't last. His his criticism and and won't be as strong or as long. I said, brother, they, they you know, I'm thinking to myself, these are the same people that were going to hang their vice president. Give me a well, break. Joe, Fox News, they was hard on Eminem. And, uh, oh, I bet said, they oh, were. The NFL approved it. NFL knew what they what oh, he was going to yeah. do. Thank and you. And let it go. Exactly. Anthony from Virginia, first-time caller. Good morning, 14 after. Hey, Anthony. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Thanks for what you're doing, and we definitely love your show and appreciate you. I had a comment and a question, uh, one reference to the Ukraine situation. Uh, for whatever reason, Putin's doing what he's doing. He claimed his tied to the West as well as NATO being on his border. Um, and recently, uh, they, Russia flew two nuclear bombers to Venezuela uh, as a sort of kind of, hey, I can get close to the U.S. if I want to. Wow. My comment, question to you uh, with respect to Cuba, 
You know, if they did that in Cuba, we would have a problem with it. And I'm not justifying what Putin is doing. But my question to you is, why has the current administration not done something to, to tie us closer to Cuba and, and not even much let something like that be on the table? Well, you know, I, you're talking to a, a talk personality, although, folks, uh, that we, we were the first talk show that actually did a live talk show from Havana in ever since the after the Cuban Missile Crisis. And a lot of that, and that was done in part because the Obama administration was doing its best to normalize relationships with Cuba. And, and, and um, of course, what happened, as you know, Trump came in and just stopped it, just cut it. No, that, you know, they're a bunch of communists, yada, yada, yada. I can't answer your, your question. I don't know, uh, you know, what the Biden administration, uh, the State Department is or is not doing uh, as it relates to normalizing relationship with, uh, with Cuba, which, by the way, would be initially financial. Uh, I don't know. I do know, having spent, what was it, over a week there, that we, were, we went from one end of Cuba to the other. We talked with students who, by the way, are eager, eager to have normalized relationships because these students weren't even thought of 50 years ago during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, we talked with um, uh, scholars. We talked with business people. Uh, we talked with university, medical school officials. Uh, so the answer to your question is, we should be. No ifs, ands, buts about it. And I guess it's, you know, it's not on the media's radar. And therefore, we're not talking about it. You brought it up. Thank you. But, you know, unless the media brings it up, uh, most folks, you know, don't even really think about it, except those who are, you know, uh, and maybe have a relationship with uh, Cuba. So I, I don't know the answer to what the administration, the current administration, is or is not doing. Yes, sir. And I would expect uh, Russia to probably continue to take provocative actions uh, in coordination with China to try to do something. Oh, yes. To oh, yeah. Those two yeah. bombers in yeah. Venezuela. So, oh uh, no! No, let me tell you, Russia. And the and the first the thing that's fascinating is I heard over the weekend, Russia and China don't really like each other. I mean, they they have serious problems with uh, each each other. Um, they and and um, and then I this first I heard about a bomber, uh, a flying you know nuclear bomber flying to Venezuela. My God, if he can them. do that, he can go anywhere. Yeah, two of them. I did not know that. That's why I said, you know, this is why guy challenged me, Anthony, and you can help me. Anthony, this is why this guy challenged me and said, oh, it's not going to be a world war. This is just going to be European. And you just, you know, what you just said flies in the face of what he was trying to argue with me about. Yeah, I think it's tit for tat. 
but I appreciate I mean, you, appreciate you know, your agree. I mean, give me a break because, you know, for, you know, so so now it becomes it, it, if you can fly a bomber from Russia to South America <laughs> you know, and, and then if war broke out, you now have world war. And imagine if they got to Cuba. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank friend. you. Thank you. Imagine if he's just said, oh, hell, if he flew, if they did, if they did that in Cuba, I mean, oh, God, absolutely. But Cuba, Venezuela, six of one, half a dozen the other. Roger. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to get people to understand this, this is serious. This is, this is. Where we're heading on this, I, I, I'm hoping diplomacy works. I'm really hoping, but Putin seems to be hell-bent on, and, and I can't see what, I don't know what it would take to back him down. I, I really don't. 20 after, one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Now, I, I got to tell you, I'm, this is not my expertise, I'm I'm reading and looking at the stories just like you are. But you've got a president, a Russian leader, that now says, I'm look I'm potential invasion. Three points of invasion. I've got two points land invasion. And by the way, I'm gonna also invade by sea. I mean, this is where he and 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 and, and what and what kind of impact would it have on us as African Americans? Now, remember, our, our Secretary of Defense is a decorated, retired military general. So he's in the midst of it. We, we can't just, you know, I don't, we spend a couple hours focusing on the halftime show, Eminem, and, and I always tell people about the Madison show. Well, what are y'all talking about? Everything that impacts us. And don't be put to sleep. Don't be so preoccupied with this issue or that issue. And then say, well, this Ukrainian, Russian, Poland, NATO, it doesn't have anything to do with us. The hell it doesn't. Because remember what um, Martin Luther King Jr. said: when you start, sp- when when we go to war, and we start spending money on war, we don't build bridges. When we start spending money on war, we don't build schools. When we start in- in spending money on war, there's only so much. You, you know, you 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 know, for what you can build a. Or, or in, in what you supply the border of Ukraine with, you know how many schools you could build? You know how many lead pipes you could replace? You know how many hospitals you could build? And this is what King would talk about, militarism, which takes away, which takes away from what we can be doing in the United States and the impact it can have on our community. 
1-866-801-8255-22 after the hour. And, <clears throat> you, and I'd appreciate it if you, if, you, if you don't mind. You can comment on it. And my lines are open. Ben from Virginia, I'll get to you from Ukraine. But I suspect, I suspect we're, um, I suspect that Putin's going to invade Ukraine. I think it's just, I, I, I hope he doesn't. I hope I'm wrong. But I think it's, uh, I think it's inevitable now. What do you think here with Madison? Arizona knows what it means to lose out on hosting a Super Bowl. It happened back in 1993 after the state refused to adopt the Martin Luther King holiday. But there is a new effort to move next year's Super Bowl out of Arizona. ABC 15 political reporter Mark Phillips explains once again it involves the actions of the state legislature. The Super Bowl game in Glendale is still a year away. But concerns about how the legislature may vote on voting rights is causing some to begin a petition drive to ask the NFL to move the game somewhere else. Madam Chair and members, SB 1411... More than a dozen voter integrity bills were on the agenda Monday in the Senate Government Committee, including two that either limit or eliminate early voting. They are still pushing for us to not be able to vote. I think that they've set the tone for us to identify that there's a fire going on here and we didn't start it. Reverend Aubrey Barnwell is one of more than 200 faith leaders from across the country, 36 of them from Arizona, who signed a letter to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. They want Goodell to relocate the 2023 Super Bowl from Glendale because of what Reverend Barnwell says is the legislature's pattern of trying to suppress the vote. Let me, let me, hey, 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 what are you going to do about it? Here we go. See, you know, thank you for getting that. Now, wait a minute. Do you understand what the deal is? See, I know, now we can deal with Eminem, Neils during the halftime show. NFL said it was aware and all that. I don't know, but let me tell you what the NFL is aware of. Let me tell you what they are aware of. You just heard it. 2023, that's the site of the next Super Bowl in Arizona. As we speak, Arizona's state legislators are trying to suppress the vote. And one of the ways they want to suppress it, they either want to curtail or eliminate early voting, which they know, by the way, is very effective, very effective in getting the majority of people to vote. And the only argument that the haters use, the only argument... Well, you're just lazy if you don't want to go vote and not, a, well, you don't need early voting or you don't need 14 days, make it seven. And you know, they use this BS kind of argument. They, they, re- they really do. And you know it and I know it. it I mean, and, and, and so, so now, here we, this is be, here we got a chance of being proactive. Now, I'm serious. So all these folks that called in, Eminem should have done this or they should have done this or they, now, here we have a chance, ministers, not just ministers, everybody. The, there are 200 ministers that have taken the lead, 200 faith leaders that have said to the NFL, move out, do not move the, from, move the 2023 Super Bowl somewhere else because Arizona is trying to suppress our vote. And we all talk about the importance of the voting rights. 
We all fought. We all got pissed off at Mansion and Cinema. And you know where her position's going to be. You know where. See, and where, and the young people, the young people who went on the hunger strike and protest and marched, all of you. But this is not just Arizona. Come on now. Now, okay, Eminem has done his thing. Halftime show electrified the, 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 the world. Hip-hop is, is on the, you know, they, they did a great, a great show. Now we get to look forward. What can you do? What can you do? Now, can't wait until 2023. Would you support 1866? Would you, now listen, it's a two-part question. Would, would you support, I'm talking to you, I pause for effect. Would you support moving the 2023 Super Bowl out of Arizona? And if the answer is yes, then what are you willing to do? Maybe tweet. Maybe call. Um, and this, let me, let me point out something. This, is, this has been done before. The Martin Luther King holiday, Arizona. Oh, we're not going to honor a national holiday. We're not going to honor Dr. King. Yeah, well, guess what? There are consequences in, in, that you're going to pay for not. Oh, they, it, it, this is not, this is, they, I mean, that, play, that, that playbook has been written. It, it, you know, it hit them in, hit them in the. Let me tell you something. You hit them in the the the, the pocketbook, and their hearts and minds will follow. So you now, the, the, so here's the deal: you have Republicans. This Democrats aren't on board with. They are opposed to this. So there's no bipartisanship here. Independents, there's no bipartisanship here. Republicans are now saying. One of the tools we're going to use to suppress the vote in Arizona is we're going to at least get rid of early voting or curtail it. 33 after the hour. Let me get to the um, the phones while people are calling in about this. Ben from Virginia. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Madison. It's always an honor to speak with you, sir. You are a true treasure to us. Uh, thank you for how you challenge us and teach us at the same time. And uh, you give me one reason, sir, that I'm proud to be black. So, Mr. Madison, I just recently retired uh, from the Navy, uh, active okay. duty, 20, 29 years of service. I just okay. want to call in response to the gentleman that called uh, about the European war. Yeah. There's absolutely no such thing as that. Uh, we have many... Uh, allies in on the continent of Europe. We do training with those guys. We do. We have bases in the countries on the European continent. There is no way that if something happens there, the United States will not get involved. There's no way. I agree. I agree. Well, well, as you know, we're already involved. Russia sending ships. We're sending ships. Navy men. They send airplanes. We send airplanes. They've got yes, troops gathered on the border. We've got troops gathered on the border. 
Yes, sir. Were they send in supplies because they got to feed them, house them, and supply them ammunition? We're doing the same thing. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. But the 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 young man who called uh, this was in the hour that when the six o'clock hour our our time, he East Coast time, he insisted no matter what I said to him, oh mm-hmm. this isn't going to be a world war. Yeah, this is just going to be European, and mm-hmm. then that and then of course. You know, you, you just heard a, a, a gentleman who shared the, that, wait a minute, Russians flew bombers with yeah. nuclear weapons into Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And, and so, obviously, they have a relationship with that country because it's right. either, it's a communist or Marxist, whatever. But they, and that's what I'm saying. They, they, they're going to, if they need help, they're going to turn to their allies. If we need help, we're going to turn to our allies. That's mm-hmm. how a freaking world war starts. God. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and the guy just argued with me. He just argued. Yeah, I, I, said, I said, oh, couldn't you please, brother? The, you don't understand. And I had to explain to him how World War I started. Yeah, Same you took thing. it easy on him, though. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thanks for your call. And you and hey, Louis from New York, go ahead. Thirty six after the hour. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Good morning. How are you? Okay. Can you hear me just fine? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yes, Mr. Madison. That third eye and if yours is bionic. Bionic. I mean, it's bionic. That's all I can say for anybody to think. And and sadly to say, I agree with you. I believe that this man is going to invade because he looks at Ukraine like a like a like a man that has an ex that he's fine with until she starts dating somebody else. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we're good. Oh, wait a minute, hold on one second. You got people coming in here to visit you? No, we can't have that. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, look you at Ukraine. You know what? Yes. You, wait a minute. You want a relationship with my enemy? It, it, exactly. I'm speaking about NATO. You want a relationship exactly. with NATO? I don't want NATO exactly. in my backyard. Well, you know, it's exactly. not up to you. We're, you know, we're a sovereign country. Well, no, I don't exactly. want NATO. And, and, and so that, and, and let's be honest, that's what all this is about. In, in part, Absolutely. there's other issues. But he doesn't want NATO within, in his backyard. He wants, see, he, Ukraine is a buffer between NATO countries Absolutely, and Russia. Absolutely, Mr. Madison. Absolutely. That third eye and ear, bionic. I mean, this is exactly, this, exactly this is, it. And he's, and, and he's willing to, and by the way, he always, he always believed, because he's part of that old Cold War mentality, that Ukraine was part of Russia anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Sheep. I tell you, guys, and all I'm, look, and, and I'm, like I said, I'm not the foreign, ex, foreign affairs expert here. I'm, I'm just sharing you with what I'm focusing on, what I'm learning, and, I'm, and, you know, and there may be people listening who work for the State Department who can always call in and say, well, let me share a little bit more or let me correct you. I don't have a problem being uh, corrected. You, I really don't. Because nobody knows everything. Uh, Michael from Ohio, 38 after the hour. Hi, Michael. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Mr. Madison, um, 
one of the leading experts, I'm concerned about what's taking place too, but one of the leading experts is Malcolm Nance. So I was going, I was calling to ask you if you could possibly have Mr. Nance come back to give yeah, an update I will. on what's Good taking suggestion. place now. Good suggestion. I'll reach out to him ASAP. Oh, and Good also suggestion. as a cancer survivor, prostate cancer survivor, I want to thank you for all you've done and the attention that you brought and wish you very well as well, you move pre- forward. I, I, I appreciate that. I really do. The one thing I have learned, and you know this also, is when we share, and particularly men, um, women tend to sh- talk and share with each other when they have medical issues. Men kind of hold it in. We don't talk about it. But one thing I found out is that the more we talk about it, the more we share our concerns, experience, treatments, the, the more men really get, you know, they really want to know more. And so I, I appreciate that. I'd be, you know, I'd be, I would, it would, I would, I'm not, I would be, it, it, it would be wrong if I said, well, I'm not going to talk about this when I know I've had people like you and others, matter of fact, who have said, man, you know, I heard you talking about it. I heard Michelangelo talking about it. I heard this person talking about it. And I went, you know, I said, I got to get tested. Let me go get, and, and we probably save people's lives just by talking about yes. it. Thank yes. you, and good luck to you, too. Good Thank luck. Thank you. 40 after the hour, one 801 See, you you got please understand, we're not here just to have fun, talk about easy issues. We're here to educate. Um, we're, we're here to look forward, examine what has happened, how do we apply it to what is currently happening, or what can happen in the future. Now, I know what the media is doing. I know what mass media is doing. They have to report as it goes along. I have to I have to listen to what they report, but then I have to anticipate what what that might mean. So the so the CNNs of the world have to report. Here's what the state department said. Got to get out. Here's what the military is doing. They're supplying. Here's what's going on here. Then, all right, I report that, or I talk about it. But the question is, huh? What are you going to do about it? What are they getting ready to do? What does all this mean? And that's why you end up with these commentators on these news programs. They're doing the same thing. They're saying, well, I think, and you know, they always start with, I think. I think because they can't get they don't want to get burned saying this is what's going to happen because they know they have to go back on television and then explain well it didn't happen or it did happen or it didn't happen as they said. Now, you know, I I don't have a script. I don't have to I, I'm telling you all the all the all the pieces are there. All the pieces are there. And this man, Putin, is going to invade Ukraine. 
And if he, if he doesn't, I can say, I was wrong. I was wrong. But I'd rather warn you, and this is what the United States is doing, prepare for an invasion, then, be get, then get caught what? Flat-footed. Because you know what will happen. The other side, the folks over at Fox, oh, he should have done this. Why did he wait so long? All oh, the signs were there. Well, if they can see that, you know, and I'm not waiting till after the, 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 it, it turns to a hot war. And, let me, and, 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 and the people in Ukraine, when that war breaks out, you're going to have folks fleeing out of trying to get, they're going to be on the road trying to get to Poland. And Poland may have to shut down. They're going to be on the road. Who knows where they'll be trying to get to? But but when but when but but what bothers me is when the State Department tells American citizens, "Get the hell out of Ukraine." They know how difficult that is. They know something, and you can always come back. But pack your shit now and get out. And then they said, if you don't, and war breaks out, we can't come in and get you. Matter of fact, wait, wait, we, we're not going to come in and get you. They tell you, we're not, don't look, this is not going to be Afghanistan. So we're telling you now, you've been warned, advised. I'm Madison, 44 after the hour. I knew that America would never invest the necessary funds or energies in rehabilitation of its poor. So long as adventures like Vietnam continue to draw men and skills and money like some demonic destructive suction tube. You may not know it, my friends, but it is estimated that we spend $500,000 to kill each enemy soldier while we spend only $53 for each person classified as poor. And much of that $53 goes for salaries to people who are not poor. So I was increasingly compelled to see the war as an enemy of the poor and attack it as such. That's why I do the show the way I do it. This is why I'm doing it. This is why I... And let me me point out something. This is why I don't have... I don't suffer fools. And these haters nowadays, they are fools. First of all, they're foolish for supporting Donald Trump. I mean, that's, that's the root. They're fools. How dare you? I mean, think about it. You support a man who just deliberately lies to you, who deliberately says to you, I'm misogynistic. I grab women by the pussy and, and you, you know what. I'm not making this up. I'm not, you know, not going to sugarcoat this. You've got to be foolish. You've got to be 
foolish to fall for that crap. But I understand he's speaking your language. I understand. one 801 8255 He had you going. Obama wasn't born in the United States, and I'm going to spend... I'm going to send detectives to go look. And then when the detectives came back and told him, told him straight up, sorry there, Trump, but uh, you, you don't know. No, that's, it's not true. And then doesn't say anything. Doesn't have the, it doesn't say, I, you know, I, I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, it goes on and on and on. These are fools. And that's why I said, you know what? That's it. They're not going to occupy my my platform. No, 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 no. And I'm not obligated to do that. One eight six six eight zero one. And and if for some reason I'm wrong with my facts and history, I'll you know call me, and then I'll and you know I have resources, man. I can get. I got some of the best historians on the planet that listen to my show. Are you kidding me? one 801 8255 I'm here in Washington, D.C. If I say something about what is going to happen, you know, uh, about what the Russians are going to do and, and what the military is about to do, I got folks driving to the Pentagon who... <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll pick up the phone and say, I can't really tell you who I am. My name is Joshua. But, you, you know, you're, well, you're right or you're wrong or you need to add this. I'm not, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not, uh, not going to lie to you like Tucker Carlson. Well, let's go to the phones, 51 after the hour. About the, uh, let me take Ken from North Carolina about the Super Bowl in Arizona. Should it be moved if Arizona's Republican state legislators continue with their effort to suppress the vote? Go ahead, Ken. Uh, first of all, good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Mash. Good morning. Um, uh, I, 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 I would I would also I would definitely support it being moved. I would I would I would also support it shutting it down. Hey, hey, you can forget that. I mean, I know, I know, Mr. Madison. Let's deal. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, they still haven't. I'm still waiting to see what they're going to do about the Brian, Coach Brian Flores stuff. Well, they're going to go to court. This this is a lawsuit now, so they they're going to go to court. They have to go to court. They either go they're going to go to court or they're going to reach an agreement outside of court. But it's now a legal issue. And Joe, on in uh, there's this article <clears throat> that I've been looking at. I'm sorry. <clears throat> in March of 1991, NFL owners voted to remove the 1993 Super Bowl from Phoenix to Arizona after Arizona failed to make MLK mm-hmm. Day a, a paid holiday. Yes. So th- there's history here, and and both times with Arizona. Yep. And and I'm certain the owners knew that they were going to get hit in the pocketbook. Yeah. Well, they came to their senses. They <clears throat> there was a vote to uh, 
to recognize it and to put it in. Then a change of administration, they came back and they removed it. And, then they and, turned and, around. Sharon, mm -hmm. and, and the basis of it is what? They're going to get hit in the pocket. Oh, yes. That's my point. Yes. I mean, you keep walking oh, yes. down. They did this. They did that. And and, if the, and my it point. Them to reality. They're going to get, they gonna get hit, hit them in, in their pocketbooks and their hearts and minds will follow. You're absolutely I, right. You may, be, you may be the owner of the bingles. Mm -hmm. But if people in Cincinnati are saying, I'm not buying you. I'm not going to buy your season tickets. Then they 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 came, that's why they came to their senses. Yes, that that's the point I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, that's why. And so the question is, can the same thing, the same pressure, be put on? And at least two hundred faith leaders have signed a letter saying we're going to start it now. We're starting it now. Two hundred faith leaders uh, said, you know, right now. We want the NFL owners, because that's who really makes the decision, to move the Super Bowl to some other location. Uh, let's see, next call. Donnell, Nevada. Go yes, ahead. Yes, Hi. Good morning, Joe. Uh, yeah, man, I think the players have an opportunity right here now to protest while we got enough time here and to actually try to get that Super Bowl moved to Las Vegas. I mean, I might be a little biased about that, but... Well, no, I don't have a problem. They moved that dumbass Pro Bowl game there. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to I see mean, one more Pro thing Bowl about the game last night, man. Joe. Yeah, go ahead. So I lost $150 on the, on the call that was missed. So what do you want, a cookie? $150. He's upset because oh, Joe, of that missed call. Chair, there was a missed call. The guy, clearly, they missed that one, man. They know yeah, if and but about Hell, Stevie Wonder could see that one. <laughs> you know? Oh, man, unbelievable, man. I know, I know, I know. But I guess if somebody say, don't bet any amount of money you can't afford to lose. So, uh, Ken from Wisconsin, go ahead. Good morning. Ken, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know, the fellow who made the analogy with uh, it's like somebody dating your ex-girlfriend really hit the nail on the head. Because if you think back, do you remember when uh, the Russians were putting missiles in Cuba? How upset mm -hmm. we were about that? Oh, God, you know yes. something? NATO has three points of entry from the Ukraine into, right. the Soviet, uh, into Russia. Right. He doesn't want them there because it's a threat that he sees. And I, I have no trouble understanding that. Uh, why we don't see it that way mystifies me. Well, we do, but My we do see it that way. What makes you think we don't see it that way? Of course we see it that way. That's why discussions well, are going on. He see, we yeah, know, but, I mean, we, we see it that way. We know what you just said. And, and by the way, I, I just saw uh, the, that very discussion. The, the, but the, here's the point. Ukraine doesn't belong to Putin, right? True. Yeah. The the only person I know who would probably say that it's Russia was my grandfather who came from Kiev. <laughs> That's right. And that <laughs> we got to roll. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.